We are back with a fun, gory game called Ready or Not. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows, and the movies get better. A show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? Good to have you back. I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and being a part of this episode. Thanks for sticking with me, too. We had a slight hiatus with the podcast, but we are back with today's movie and many more movies to come over the next few weeks. So last time we talked, the best movie of the year was Booksmart. You know, I've seen a couple other movies since then. Will that still hold as the best movie of the year so far? Stay tuned, and until the end, we'll reveal that. But again, welcome and thanks for taking the time to listen today. If you are new, click the subscribe link to be notified of new episodes. I have links in the show notes to help with that. You can find me on Twitter every day discussing today's movie and many other movies. Reach out to me there and say hello. You can find me at Movies. Today I'm talking about a movie that I never thought I'd talk about. Ready or not. Grace, played by Samara Weaving, is a recently married bride. She joins an eccentric, rich gaming family. They made their, they made their money on various board games. As in the tradition, all new family members must play a game on their wedding night with the family, and it's their way of welcoming new members. However, it's unfortunate for Grace that she picked the one game that is deadly. She's forced to play hide-and-seek, and she quickly learns that it's to death, and she must survive through the night. The family holding to tradition has various weapons, some old like crossbows and swords, and then there's guns. And it's no spoiler to tell you throughout the night, death appears, death happens, blood happens, and several jump scares occur. And I mentioned that I never thought I'd see this movie because it's not something I talk about. It's not a movie I usually go see. It's not my kind of movie. I'm not a horror fan like some of my friends. I'm not into dark comedies or blood or gore. That's not me. But that being said, this is a good movie. And with Jordan Peele's Us being another one of my favorite movies this year, it goes to show a good movie is a good movie no matter what the genre. So after watching this movie, one of my questions was, who are these people? And sure, I recognize a few faces. They're not big names carrying this movie. I wanted to know who wrote it, who directed it, who is Samara Weaving. So let's start with the director. Co-director by Matt Penatelli, Alfin, and Tyler Gillette. They've done a few things together in the past, but again, not movies that I would have that would have driven me to the theater. They they really do a great job of keeping this story streamlined at a solid ninety five minutes, no wasted space. You know, ninety five minutes a bonus for me when it's a movie that's around an hour and a half. It's always something I look forward to in a movie. So written by Gary Busick and Ryan Murphy. No, not that Ryan Murphy, but these are two co writers with not a long history as well. There are many things about this movie that have signs of an average movie. And one that could have easily been swept away and not even noticed. But this movie will be noticed and a large part of that is due to Samara Weaving. She owns this movie as the lead. And I'll admit, I didn't know much about her. Although she's certainly not new, but she's not a common household name. Ready or Not does feel like that will change things for her right now. Years from now, this will be the movie that we look back and say this is what made her, moved her up and to the upper ranks of a movie star. It started here with Ready or Not. See, she's the glue that kind of keeps this movie together. It's certainly not a perfect movie, 
but she keeps you intrigued. Ready or Not also has a, has a great supporting cast featuring Andy McDowell, Adam Brody, and many others. They're all great, and they are balanced just enough, but really, we're here for the lead. We're here for uh, weaving. But outside of weaving, the, f- the fun in this movie is also the incompetence of this family. For reasons that would be a spoiler, I, I won't tell you why, but this family must kill this girl. They don't want to. They are not good at it. They are not murderers, but they have to figure it out. So mistakes happen and mishaps. And this is what kind of makes it different than what you'd expect it to be. I'm a big fan of the 80s movie Clue. Do you remember that movie? It's based on a popular board game. You know the story. People get caught in a mansion filled with odd weapons and and murder occurs. Secret passageways and mishaps are aplenty. Ready or not is Clue. Well, you know, with, with more murder, more murder, more blood, more scares. It's a darker version of Clue. But like Clue, it's the kind of movie you'll watch multiple times. And then ultimately maybe... It may be your friend Gage based on their acceptance of this movie. So this is not supposed to be a good movie. If you told me three months ago, the lack of stars, the unknown director, the writers, I'd say, no, thank you. It's not It's not my kind of movie. I would have been wrong for making that judgment too early. Ready or not is fast and fun. And it gets you in and out in 95 minutes. It never hits a dull moment. There's no waste of space, no waste of characters. Go see this in a packed theater. Take friends, make a night of it. It's a horror-slash-thrill ride with a breakout performance by Samara Weaving that you weren't ready for, or not. So now on to the list. As much as I praise enjoyed Ready or Not, it's certainly not the best movie of the year for, so far, but it is on the list. Let's look at that list. So number 10, we're still looking at Avengers Endgame. It's, number 9 is where we're going to put Ready or Not. It's a movie definitely worth seeing. Number 8 is uh, Toy Story 4. It's a great movie. It's exactly what you expect it to be. It's a fun time. Number seven, John Wick 3, which is a movie I really loved. And if you like John Wick movies, I think this may be my favorite one. Number six was actually a documentary, uh, Apollo 11. So find that if you can. Number five, I just recently saw this past weekend, Blinded by the Light, based on Bruce Springsteen music. Go find that. Go enjoy that. Take the family. Take the parents. Number four, we talked about earlier, Us by Jordan Peele. And number three is interesting. Number three is Booksmart. Remember last time we talked, Booksmart was number one. But I've seen two, several new movies since then that we haven't had a chance to talk about. So that's number three. Number two, The Farewell, starring Aquafina. Go find this movie. Go check it out. Get in front of this and, and buy some tickets and support this movie. It's a smaller movie, obviously. And on the opposite realm, a bigger movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is number one, the Quentin Tarantino movie. And I struggle between placing the farewell or once upon a time in Hollywood number one. Now, either way, you can't go wrong. Essentially, we're splitting hairs here between two great movies. But I gave that to nod to Tarantino because of all the other elements he has that that comes along with sort of big production movies. Great visuals, beautiful shots, uh, top-notch performances, and many other elements that may keep this movie around for a while. Maybe even Oscar talk. But we'll see. It's too early for that discussion now. We've got a lot of movies to go. Thanks again for being a part of today's episode. I appreciate you making this part of your podcast routine. Be sure to subscribe so you're first to know of these new episodes. If you haven't let, leave me a comment on Apple Podcasts or however you're listening. I love to hear from you. Reviews and stars are always helpful. As I mentioned, you can always find the podcast on all the major channels. Join the discussion online. Let's talk about even more movies. You can find me at ellisonmovies.com and always on Twitter at, at ellisonmovies. And until then, I'll see you in the theater.